14. Here's the pitch by Downing. Swinging. There's a dive into left center field. That ball is going to be out of here. It's gone. It's 7-15. There's a new home run champion of all time. And it's Henry Aaron. From the Tanglewood Studios on the Skynet Global Network, this is Go6 Sports Radio. So welcome to the show. We have been on hiatus for a couple weeks. A lot of things going on, but nothing better than to be back on the pod, speaking into the microphone. And it just so happens that when we come back here today, there's a lot of things going on in sports. So there's a lot to talk about. Pretty excited about that. Uh, Took a little break. I switched jobs in my day job. For those who don't know, I work in a public high school and I had one position and got promoted basically to another position and there was some uh, decision making involved in that and some emails back and forth and but happy to say I took the job and um, and then in addition to that my afternoon job in the springtime and year-round because we recruit as baseball coach at a prep school so uh, between those two things taking care of a few things, a little bit busy, but got back at it. And uh, this is something that uh, is fun to do and puts me in a great mood talking sports on Go6 Sports Radio. You can tweet at us at FrozenRope8 on Twitter. You can email go6podcast at yahoo.com. That's go, the numeral six, podcast at yahoo.com. And you can also, if you're following on Apple Podcasts or you are following on Anchor, you can tap a button and respond to the show and send a message to the show. And we actually get that in an audio version, so we can actually take that and incorporate it in the show if you want. So that can be a question, it can be a comment, it can be a shout-out to teammate or whatever, but we'll put it in the show if you'd like. So getting at it today, there's a lot going on. The other night I watched, and I was really excited and enjoyed watching the first game of the uh, Major League Soccer tournament that they are holding in Orlando and they are starting the resume of the season with a tournament and I really enjoyed it. It was Orlando City against Miami, Inter Miami and watched the whole thing and it was just nice to see live sports that meant something the guys were playing really hard you could tell they were it had to be really hot and humid down there in Orlando because they're playing on one field that wasn't originally a soccer field they made it into a soccer field and it looked really good and they uh like I said played really hard sweating like crazy because it had to be like 80 90 and humid down there so a lot of stoppage of play because of cramps couple of injuries, which you're going to see when all these sports come back, you're going to see injuries. I hope the medical staffers are all ready because there's going to be a lot of hopefully small soft tissue injuries that don't amount to a lot, but, you know, have to be attended to. So medical staffs need to be ready for that. But Major League Soccer was great. Watched a little bit again last night. I think it was San Jose and Seattle. So it's good to see them back. Um, Talking about Major League Baseball uh, also today the NBA, and college football. But um, first, just as we move through this pandemic, it's just crazy how things are unfolding. Um, Some communities are doing a great job. 
I know, you know, countries, Canada in particular, are doing a great job of, of the, the citizens following the rules and the government enforcing the rules, and their border still isn't open yet. But when it does, I'm sure uh, we'll get some Canadians down here, especially in Maine, on, on vacation. But, um, you know, the numbers tell the truth. The states and the countries that are doing the best job of following rules and following guidelines are the, are the places that are doing the best. And the ones that think it's over and we can just go out and get back to normal and be around everybody and it's no big deal are the ones that are spiking back up again. So those are the ones and those are the people that are going to ruin it for the rest of us. We walk around every day and we see uh, people that are refusing to wear masks. They're refusing to social distance. I saw a graduation recently, pictures of graduation. So the graduation was a drive-up graduation, and the students, the graduates, got out of their car individually and went up to receive their diploma. It was done really well. It was done with all guidelines and social distancing kept in mind. A lot of work and time by the school district to do that. And then next thing you know, you see pictures all over Facebook and all over social media where all these graduates are at a party together, hugging, uh, standing next to each other for pictures, the whole bit. So it's, it's families and people in general who are going to ruin it for the rest of us. We'll be back to square one before you know it. And don't be surprised if what happens next is, is more severe. And I'll talk about that when we come back. talking about before is that there is something called the Marshall Act, where the government, state, federal, or both, can make us stay in our homes and make it a felony to, or at a minimum, a misdemeanor to leave our homes. And from what I've heard, the way this works is they will give us 10 days or two weeks to do what we need to do to prepare to be in our homes for the next month or two months. We'll be able to go to grocery stores, go shopping, get all necessary things in, and and then we're not allowed to leave. And it will be deemed, it could be deemed a misdemeanor or felony if we leave our homes. As it is now, some states and, and, and federal government is looking at the same thing. If you do not wear a mask in a place where a mask is required, it's a felony. It could be a felony. So we need to have those laws instituted, and we need consequences as soon as possible to keep us out of harm's way. Because as we've seen, there are states who thought they were doing okay that everybody resumes normal activity, parties, concerts, uh, big get-togethers, and those states are now spiking back up. I saw a graduation in a small town, Connecticut, uh, the district did everything they could to do a great graduation, a self, uh, social distancing, following all the guidelines. Graduates had to get show up in their cars. It was like a drive-up graduation. And they individually got out of their cars one at a time to accept their diplomas. 
everything was done pretty good. A lot of effort put in by the district. Then, you know, 20 minutes later, they're at parties, hugging. Many pictures on social media, standing next to each other. And I blame the families and the parents as much as I blame the students, the 18-year-olds. I mean, the, the, the families, the parents should not allow that, especially after the district did everything they could to do things the right way. And then we go to a big party, and we're around a bunch of other students and families. you got to be kidding me. That's selfish, and it's a lack of mental toughness. Just do what you need to do and ride this thing out. So I hope there are consequences for people who don't wear masks, people who don't self-distance or social distance, because we're going to be back to square one. And if we're back to square one, don't be surprised if you see this Marshall Act, I think that's what they call it, where we're going to be resigned to our homes, and if you leave your home, it's going to be a felony. And that's going to be really bad. That's going to be really bad. Uh, and brings us to college football and the Ivy League canceling their season this week. Um, pretty discouraging, especially because when you hear that, you remember that they were the tipping point for some of the cancellations earlier in this thing when they canceled their spring sports and a lot of conferences and people, they got a lot of attention for that and rightfully so. And a lot of conferences and, and, uh, and, uh, organizations followed suit. So you're going to probably see that happen. Now we've already seen the big 10 cancel their at a conference schedule and limit themselves to just a conference schedule. And I think that's just, you know, listen, why don't you just tell us you're going to cancel it and that's it indefinitely and, you know, let us know when we're going to resume instead of keeping us on the hook. They're not going to play. I don't think they're going to play. I said it a long, long time ago, and it's my favorite sport to watch on TV, so this one really hurts. But I said a long, long time ago there will be no college football season, and this is just the beginning. Ivy League canceling, Big Ten saying, well, we're not going to play out-of-conference games. And that's stupid. That's crazy. Um, not stupid that they're doing that. Stupid that they're just not canceling the whole thing and telling us, keeping us on the hook for some reason. Because let's keep in mind, these big college football programs, these big universities, make their money on the people going to the games, the parking, the concessions, and a lot of the a lot of other associated things that go along with attending a football game, along with another eighty thousand people in addition to yourself. So, you know the, these these football programs, these universities, they don't want to play games without fans. They don't. It's because they're going to lose money. They'll lose money. They'll because it'll cost more to put on the game uh, than than they're bringing in. So that's it's a. There's not going to be a college football season. That's my prediction. Um, Hope I'm wrong. Absolutely hope I'm wrong, but but we'll see. With regard to the NFL, the big news coming out this week was amongst other things, they're not gonna they're not going to allow players to exchange jerseys after games. Like that was a that was a priority. Um I mean, you have to be kidding. You know, that's another season that I'll see it, I'll believe it when I see it that we're actually playing. When you have 22 players in that close proximity during a game, another league that's not going to make any money with nobody in the stands. And so it doesn't surprise me that they they would maybe not play 
uh, when it came up, when it, when, it, when it all comes down to it. There's talk about it every day. It's amazing how much content ESPN tries to produce with regard to talking about the signings and, you know, who's going where and, you know, who the other day the top five receivers in the league. I mean, come on. Who cares? You guys are reaching. Stay with your Sunday night programming, which has been really good. Your 30 for 30s, your The Last Dance docuseries, your um, E60s. You know, stay with that. Enough of the talk shows every day on, uh, you know, it's just too much. I mean, I think it'd be best for colleges for them to just cancel the football season and, and, and let us know about it in advance. And, you know, these guys, they're not, they don't have much to talk about on ESPN. Like I said, the programming, the programming is, uh, is good when they do some of those um, Sunday night programming things, like I mentioned. But, you know, I just turn it off because it's too much talk over and over and over again about what might happen and you know, how many guys tested positive and, and that kind of thing. Way too much. So I don't think there's going to be an NFL season. That's the prediction here on Go Six Sports Radio. I don't think there's going to be a college football season. I will believe the NBA when I see it. There's a lot of positive tests. There are a lot of um, teams that have multiple people testing positive. And there are a lot of guys who are soft and decided to opt out. Uh, and that's in the in major, major leagues baseball as well. Uh, you see across the bottom of the ESPN screen the scroll all the time. This one opted out. This one opted out. I, I don't get that at all. I wish they would explain to us exactly what that means when someone opts out. They have all these silly questions that they ask each other, all the talking heads. But I never hear anybody ask, "What does it mean when a guy opts out? Does he get paid?" Does he get any compensation at all? He shouldn't get any compensation. Think about it. Anybody listening to this, try going to your boss and saying, yeah, I'm opting out. I'm not going to work today. I'm not going to work this week. Now, it's different if you're in an environment like teachers are where you might be exposing yourself. You don't feel comfortable working in closed quarters in a school or whatever, and you can potentially work from home. But... You know, these athletes who are making a lot of money, it's ridiculous. Opting out. What is that? What is that? It's, it's, it's beyond my comprehension. Somebody needs to explain it. But I don't think there's – I think the NBA may pull it off. Um, I don't think it's going to be great. We'll watch. We'll certainly watch. We'll see who a champion is. It'll be interesting to see if there is a champion in the Major League Soccer, in the NBA, what that will feel like, what that will be like. Will we as fans view that and say it's just like any other championship and they did a great job and they, they, they won the title? Or will we feel like it's really just an exhibition? But either way, it'll be live sports to watch, and I think the NBA will happen. I just will believe it when I see it. Major League Baseball still a couple weeks away? Not sure. A lot of guys opting out. A couple teams shut down practice recently this week. We'll see about Major League Baseball. It'll be interesting. I know some of the players on social media are very excited about it. Others aren't. 
But this, if they do play, and this is another thing we've said all along, if they do play a 60-game schedule, it will be wild because every game will matter. Um, you will see a lot. You know, it'll be like coming down the stretch of a pennant race, but every single team is alive. So think about that. Coming down the stretch the last month of the season, the last two months of the season, if your team was still alive, even the worst team in the league still alive, uh, there's a chance. And if some team that's not very good just happens to get hot, they're going to stay it in even longer. So it should be really, really interesting if we play baseball. That's another one. Keep, I hate to keep saying the same phrase over and over, but I'll believe it when I see it because there's a lot of positive tests, and I don't think they have a lot of things in place um, that they need to have in place. They're, what they were focusing on for so long was how many games and who's getting paid and how, many, how much money are we all going to make or not make. That's what they were focused on. So now the safety protocol, the guidelines, how are we going to handle this if three players come down with it in the starting lineup and one, how, how's that going to go? I don't think they're ready for that yet. And hopefully they're scurrying, working 24-7, the powers that be, to make sure they have plans in place so when those kinds of things happen, they can continue because it'll be an embarrassment. Any of these leagues that start and then have to stop, that will be an embarrassment for leadership for sure. We'll be back after this. to baseball for a minute uh, it'll be real interesting to see in the 60 game season from a gambling standpoint what the over under is for wins and losses for some teams who are the favorites uh, in a shortened season because that's going to change I don't think the necessarily the favorites that we would have chosen in a 162 game season are going to be the same favorites in a 60 game season I think you're going to see bullpens that play a big role um I think you're going to see a lot of uh, starters going a couple innings, and, and, but, but on shorter rest, things like that, shorter innings and shorter rest. But, you know, what are those numbers? You know, is it 39 wins over under for the top team? Uh, is somebody going to hit over 400? I think that's possible in a shortened season. Uh, how many home runs is the leader going to have? Is that going to be 20, 25, 18? Who knows? I think that the pitchers... Uh, will be ahead of the hitters a little bit, and it'll it'd be interesting to see how long it takes them to catch up. During a normal season, you know, that time that it takes them to catch up is negligible. But in a shortened season like this, you know, it might take them 30 games to catch up to the pitchers, and that's half the season. 
So in our next podcast next week, we will talk about those kinds of things and some predictions as we get really close to the start of Major League Baseball and keeping our fingers crossed that we see live baseball, which will be really great. And that'll be next week. So really glad to be back on the Go 6 Sports Radio podcast and can't wait to be with you next week. Take care. So that'll do it for us this week. It's exciting that we now have some more sports to talk about as things open up. Please spread the word about the Go 6 Sports Radio podcast. Again, it's commercial free. can listen on demand, and we'll try to keep it current. Um, listen in between. Sometimes we'll drop our short, under-10-minute podcasts um, on a Friday, typically, and we will continue to try to put content out there, try to get 1% better every day, and can't wait to be with you next time. <laughs>